your boy is back. The nonprofit sector. Connector. The kid is back, baby. We're back. Philanthropy in focus. Every single Friday morning, I come up to the attic, two flights up from my kitchen. I hustle up the stairs. I grab some coffee. I go down. I get another mason jar full of agua. That's water in Spanish for everybody who didn't know that. I have to be prepared because we're having important conversations on the program every single week. So I got to be ready. I'm inspired. I, I got a lot of ideas in my head. I, Oh, my God. Where my guest went to high school popped into my head, and I feel like I'm going to have to do some lyrics from the guy who the school was named after. We'll get into that in a second. Calm down, kid. Relax. You got 60 minutes. Mellow out, baby. I am so fired up because the nonprofit sector to me is it. And nonprofits change our world each and every day. They make incredible impact. It's those on the front line. It's those that lead organizations. It's those that do the work for organization. The work. We call it that a lot in the nonprofit sector. The work. We're doing the work. That's the work. Because it is. It's changing the world. However, all the work, I see so many smiling faces. So, you know, not a lot of, uh, how do I say it? The work is play, I think, for some people. And I think we'll get into a little bit of that today with an organization called International Girls Ensemble. My friend, Amanda McDowell, hailing from my favorite borough. Sorry, everybody. Shout out to Queens. What up, Queens? Yay. <laughs> it's borough. That's right. Let's go Mets. The whole thing. Are you a Mets fan? Uh, you know, I'm not really a huge sports fan, but I have to be a Mets fan just because we're we're all Queens folks. Right on. You know, the orange and blue actually comes from, like, I, I had gone to a Mets game with somebody a long time ago. So the orange and blue, Syracuse, the orange and blue with the Mets. I mean, even, even the Nets, you know, had orange and blue um, the, down the Brooklyn Nets, but they were in Jersey, whatever. Point is that orange and blue is New York colors. You know, no offense to any baseball teams that might play up in the Bronx. Mick Collins, I'm talking to you if you're listening. By the way, um, neither of our teams did very well this year, Mick. Both my team didn't and your team didn't. So, But there's a lot of cool stuff going on in Queens. We'll get into some of that maybe on another show. Um, I have a lot of friends at the Queens Chamber of Commerce. But around City Field, they're going to be doing a lot of development and super exciting stuff. They're building a soccer stadium. So lots to do in a borough of Queens. And one of those things is connect with an organization like Amanda's who who is doing really, really special work. So, Amanda, before we get into it, let's just say, I want to say good morning, good evening, and good night, like in the Truman Show, just in case I don't know when people find us. But to you, it, it, you and I, it is morning. So good morning. Good morning, Tommy. Thanks so much for having me on, talking about International Girls Ensemble. I know you and I have met at a couple different networking events, and yeah. it really just goes to show you that this whole you know, sector, it's all about relationships and meeting folks and just getting these opportunities to talk about the work we do. So thanks for, thanks for the platform. Love it. Welcome. You're welcome. This is a platform. It's a journey. It's a mission for me, really. I, I'm on a plan to do 5,000 episodes of philanthropy and focus. Don't know why I came up with that number, but, you know, once I hit 100, I figured I was almost there. So uh, <laughs> that's that's math. Yeah, that's how just, that works. Yeah, it's just, just math. How did we really connect? What was I'm trying to remember what the first event we ran into each other because you've reminded me and now I forgot again. Um, I think it was nonprofit, one of the nonprofit cons that oh, happened okay. in Manhattan, right? In, yeah, in yeah. Manhattan, and then we saw each other again at a Lee Tucker um event. Yes, shout out to Lee. That's yeah. our guy. He took us to you were with me at the museum, right? At the, the Taylor Swift Museum. I was. I was. Yeah. Wow. There's a great picture. I don't know if I share this great picture. Shout out to Lee Tucker. He calls himself the nonprofit guru. Your boy is the nonprofit sector connector. There's a really cool picture. He's got like a red cowboy hat on at right in front of the and again, I'm becoming a Swifty. I have two sons and two daughters. My girls are definitely into Taylor. And um my son, one of my sons is like is like angry at um, Kelsey because he's dating Taylor because he, he's an eight year old boy and he's supposed to like not like that kind of stuff. So it's it's very funny around here. So, but I have become a Swifty. We got an <laughs> Swifty. I um I, I I have some friends who were big. Actually, Christine Deska, who you and I think have in common, my buddy, we collaborate on a lot of stuff. Uh, she has been into Taylor Swift since Taylor was like a country singer. So Christine was with us that day at the, t but there's a picture of me in a pink linen suit and a straw hat and my guy Lee Tucker in, in this red cowboy hat it was in, in the museum, the Taylor Museum. Very funny picture. 
I'll put it on Instagram later on. Maybe you guys will think it's funny. Maybe maybe it won't. It's up to you. <laughs> it's a, I'm just we're just doing it to enter, to entertain. But that's one of the things we got to hang out at, and that's funny because to me, it's you know networking, connecting, relationship building. You know, I look at this show. I wrote this down. I made it up like right before we started the show. The the, the new tagline for philanthropy and focus is uh, two friends having several cups of coffee. That's what the new that's what the show is. Two friends having several cups of coffee. That's a lot of what it is. So, but we don't only sit and meet and have coffee and sit in boardrooms. When you're networking, when you're connecting, when you're building relationships, I'm going to drop a little on you, everybody. A little knowledge. Get out and share different experiences with people. I've been telling that story and that picture of Lee Tucker and I for like three months now. And and then I've subsequently Lee invited me to another event at his company CLA. Shout out to Clifton Larson Allen. They have a new space in the city. Shout out to my friend Genevieve Sapp, who also uh, is a friend of ours over Clifton Larson Allen, was with us that day at the Taylor Swift Museum. Uh, it's all that, folks. It's it's relationship building. It's nurturing. It's connecting. It's it's building relationships. It's learning about each other, and then it's making an impact for each other. And again, if you want to drink coffee, salute. Drink some coffee while you're doing it. Amanda, I want to get into your background. I mean, I'm looking at my notes. I did mention this earlier, so I will say this. Regrets I've had a few, but then again, too few to mention. I did what I had to do. I saw it through without exemption now i'm still in the middle of this frank was singing this song towards the end i'm in the middle of it so he says i planned each charted course each careful step along the byway and more much more than this this is the tommy d thing i did it i did it my way who knew that i was gonna sing today i did I'm going to give you snaps for that one. Incredible. Well done. That was a a great entrance. Thank you for that. Frank Sinatra High School. How cool is that? Now, you know, Tony Bennett's from Astoria, right? He he had something to do with that school too, right? Isn't there a story there? Did he name it after Frank? Yeah. Yeah. So just real quick, before I jump to Frank Sinatra High School, I did grow up in Queens. Yes. Appreciate the shout out. Uh, love repping Queens and now servicing Queens with International Girls Ensemble. Um, but I was one of those kids who was lucky enough to have the arts like around me in school available. Like I was a kid like Tommy singing <laughs> my heart out wherever I was and, and doing all those theater things. And then I was given, you know, this great opportunity to go to Frank Sinatra. And like you were saying, so Tony Bennett actually founded Frank Sinatra High School and named it Frank Sinatra after his good old buddy. Um, And when I went there, we were, it wasn't the beautiful building in Astoria. It is right now. It was half a floor in LaGuardia Community College in Long Island City. Um, But that experience at Frank Sinatra literally showed me what the arts community, how amazing it is. I was like in this school a, a young person who loved to express herself in the arts through theater and singing. And everybody else in the school was just like me. Like, was, it like me? Fame? was it like that show Fame? Remember Fame? Yeah. Right? Was it like that? Yes. Those kids, like, I was not a theater kid. Truth, truth be told, I always wanted to be a game show host, which shocker but I always wanted to be, listen up I'm just like right outside I'm knocking on the window I'm looking in I see the game show but <laughs> the only show I actually ever did was in sixth grade and this will be telling because it was disability awareness week and every year or, or disability awareness month and every year in the sixth grade shout out to Washington Street School in Franklin Square that's where where I went <laughs> I'm shouting out my elementary school I don't think I've done that one before but it was, I didn't realize until recently, look, looking back, it was Disability Awareness Week or month, I guess, but the, we did the, the Wizard of Oz. I grew up on the Wizard of Oz. I grew up on the Sound of Music. I grew up on Mary Poppins. Like my Nana had us like in that world, right? Um, later on, we did a lot of going to Broadway stuff, but the only performance I've ever done in a, a show was I was the Tin Man in the sixth grade play during Disability, we'll call it month because I think it was month, Disability Awareness Month. Who knew all these years later how I involved I'd be in the community of organizations that work in the intellectually and developmentally disabled population, which is, you know, just so special that I spend time there. But that was the only show I actually ever did. 
was and I don't know why I just didn't it didn't happen for me. So I was not a theater kid. Shout out to Yolanda right. Rabana Gross, who I want you to know, my friend Yolanda, who is a theater kid, theater adult now, but her daughter is up at Maris. The daughter is a theater kid. And Yolanda is all about that. You need I told you when we first met that I gotta connect you with Yolanda. She often listens to the show. She runs options for community living out in Suffolk County here on Long Island, helping individuals. Everything's a commercial for me, helping individuals. Um living with HIV and AIDS, experiencing homelessness, and also uh, who have uh, substance abuse challenges. So that's a really special organization. And I always see Yolanda going in to see shows in the city and things like that, Broadway and, and otherwise. So I, to tell you the truth, I was not like, I didn't do what you did. I, that seems like so fun to me. Like what an experience. Everybody's performing. We're always on. Let's go. It was pretty amazing and going to high school and experiencing, I think for me, it's not, you know, not every person needs to be a theater kid. Like you were saying, like, it's about, it's just about buying into something, right? And like, whether that's a visual art, whether that's writing, whether it's directing, like, there's an avenue for you within that. And I think that's also part of it, that the arts are a part of everything. I mean, you are a showman, like you are theatrical in what you do. Um, so that's theater, right? And this is theater right now. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, but just being, seeing what that community is and how unapologetic it is and how brave it is and how bold it is and how it's a space for everyone to occupy, right? Like maybe you're a learner who's not great at taking a test. Maybe you're a learner who really struggles in getting up in front of a group of people, right? Like the arts are such a great avenue in for everyone. And I, I mean, I was sold. I was a theater kid my whole life. And then I went to college and I got my BFA in theater. I went to University of Buffalo. And that's where I met Jacqueline Raymond Wegman, who's my co-founder and co-executive director. And we run and founded International Girls Ensemble together. And we both got our BFAs in theater there. And we, you know, continued, you know, she's also a theater kid like me, has been doing this forever. And we came back to New York and we did that New York actor thing where you're auditioning and you're piecing it together and you're trying to pay rent and, you know, get to the audition on time and get to the job that's paying you and to do all those things. Some of those things go late, you know, like actually forgetting this, I had tried out in like the early 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s. I tried to like send out like headshots and resumes and I played around with this, right? Because I, you know, and I remember, and it reminds me a couple of weeks ago, I had um, the Astoria Film Festival uh, on on the Astoria uh, Filmmakers Group on the show. I don't know if you know those guys. I don't know if you know Phil. Uh, yeah. Got to get you connected, certainly for the the connection of obvious connection, but also for the geographic connection. Um, but I, I I was doing I was a bartender at the time, and um, I, I, which probably shocks a lot of people that I was attending bar, right? But I was behind, you know, I was at a movie. They were making a movie. Um, it's called Monday Night Mayhem, and it was about Howard Cosell, the Monday Night Football guy. Okay. I was like an extra for like seventy five five bucks or whatever it was, right? This is like ninety two thousand something like that, right? And I was I was like supposed to attend bar that Tuesday night. And <laughs> I got to call the bar and go, yeah, I've been in the city at this thing for like uh, since seven o'clock this morning, and I'm not going to be able to get to the bar by seven o'clock tonight, like that. <laughs> so, and I was all I was doing was sitting in an auditorium while they did this take after take after. So, like, I get I could imagine the the, the toughness of like I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make a living to to pay my rent or wherever I'm living or whatever. But at the same time, I got to be at this audition, but I can't get to the job, you know, making yeah. serving cheeseburgers. Because, right. So that's a tough gig. Sure. A lot. Of, and a lot of young people face that right now. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure we will go to a quick break in a second. But I want to make sure when we get we'll pick up the story right where we are. So, you know, you, you went to Buffalo, you and Jacqueline become friends, you come back. Now you're going to try and, you know, I don't know what you're going to try and do, because that's the teaser. We will be right back. You're going to tell us what happened next. Right back. Forever in focus. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. 
Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Awful day. Rock day. You're in a rough moment. Just think about that song. Just think about a guy singing about another guy doing a radio show from his attic. You know, that's my uncle Brendan Levy. Shout out to Brendan Levy, my friend, lead singer of of the band Damaged Goods. Had an opportunity to see Brendan and the boys a couple of weeks ago out on Long Island playing. Um, in fact, I had introduced you, Amanda, to Brendan's daughter, who's a photographer, who also went to Frank Sinatra when we were all at the Career Day event at West Hempstead High School a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to Beth Buckheiser, Career Day, Inc., really changing the world. December 1st, that event will be at Roslyn High School. And uh, I'm wondering if I might do, that is a Friday morning, and I'm wondering if I might do a live like show from Roslyn High School um, a- interviewing sort of some of the the career folks, the folks that are coming in and talking about what their careers are. Um, anyway, not fully thought out, which is why I'm fumbling with the idea, as I tell you all right now, live on the show. So, uh, so, but that is Uncle Brendan singing that song. We wrote the lyrics together. Um, you know, I have seen, I saw my cousin Danny a couple of weeks ago who, um, who used to be a rapper. And I also have this group I listen to called Revolution and I want to play around with. So gang, if you're out there and you have some ideas around this, um, I don't know how to use any of these electronic devices to make music, but I want to make like kind of a reggae song, you know, good vibes kind of song, island vibes. You know what I'm saying? You see, you can't see me if you can't, if you're only listening, but I'm like waving my arms with my eyes closed. But something like that for, for the show, um, for like a new song, a new version of it, probably the same lyrics, but just something like, you know, like makes you feel breezy, man. Like we're in Aruba. Anyway, let's get back to the show, Tommy D, because we're not in Aruba. We're on Long Island and Amanda's here. Let's get back to, at it. Right? So, but good vibes, right? Good vibes. Bring in only good vibes. That's what it's about. Going right. into the weekend. We love it. Good weekend vibes. Let's do it. Queens to Buffalo, back to New York City. We're with you and Jacqueline. Okay, cool, man. Now we're going to go do it, man. We, we studied. <laughs> now we got our BFAs, man. Now what? Yeah, I that that was that's exactly what it was, you know, trying trying to piece this actor life together, which was great and we were loving it. Um but in that actor life we started working as teaching artists. Um and for those people who don't know what a teaching artist is, there's somebody who is tends to be an expert at what they do, what whatever that discipline may be. For us it was theater, musical theater, things like that. And we would work for organizations kind of like what we do now for International Girls Ensemble, community-based organizations who go into schools and community centers where there might be a deficit. Maybe you don't have a theater teacher. Maybe you don't have a dance program. Maybe you want to bring some arts enrichment into your school and your programming, but you just maybe don't have it in your budget to have that full-time person. So a teaching artist will supplement a lot of that work. And so we were doing that for other organizations and auditioning. And we were going into lots of rooms that were all, you know, male dominated, male. led. The parts we're auditioning for, whether they were written for black and brown folks or for women or anyone, they were all written by the same kind of person. They're all written by white cis men. And and now we're seeing this shift that's happening in in our storytelling where we're getting more accurate voices to tell their stories. So Jacqueline and I were like, 
what where where are our female playwrights? Where are these women that are are telling our story or, or representing our voices? So we said we need to do something about this, and we actually created a female playwright festival. And that's how this is the start of IGE of International Girls Ensemble. We started this festival where we were, you know, promoting and highlighting the voices of new and up and coming female identifying playwrights through this one act festival. And we did this for a couple of years and we're doing this teaching artist work and all of these things are starting to become more of like, oh, this is more feeling like what we're going to do. And then we were given an amazing opportunity to go to Thailand where we were able to volunteer at a migrant learning school called Thum Wai Yes. I want to stop because I want to hear, I want to hear this whole migrant story. Because okay, I, tell me, tell me. Here's, here's what I want to just kind of point out. Isn't life interesting when you can sort of, and tell me if this is, is an experience for you and Jacqueline, like looking back now, oh, well, it all made sense, right? Like you're in it still, but now, oh, now we have an organization that we created. So like, I'm as you're telling the story, I'm seeing these programs, right? Like the, the Female Playwright Festival, right? The work you're doing as, um, look, look back at my notes, as teaching artists, right? Like all these are like programs now that, oh my God, there's like a whole thing here. Like we're yeah. addressing the need, right? So do you feel that way? Like looking back when you can, you know, when you have your time and you guys can sit there and go, oh my God, like that makes sense how that all happened, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's really an amazing feeling. And I work with so many young people still. And it's something I always say to them, like, you don't have to have it figured all out at 17. When I was at the career day that I that you had introduced me to Beth and I attended that career day, I was like, it is okay to not know what the next step is. It's all right. As long as you're, you have something that you care about and you can work towards, that can become the thing, right? I never thought I'd be a nonprofit owner, co-executive director. I never thought I'd even find this, but when Jacqueline and I were doing the work, we were like, wait, we've worked for other organizations. We see what the need is. We see what the deficit is. And for us, it was really, working with girls and women, working with young people, amplifying their voices and using theater to do it because we know that theater is the best tool to do that. Telling your story is the most valuable thing that you can do as any kind of person, whether you're female identifying or other or a man or a, a wherever you're from in the planet. So we wanted to just really make sure that we took what we know, right? And that's why I think you have so many nonprofits because you need people who are experts at what they do. 100%. 100%. All right. Let's close our eyes, everybody. Yes. I didn't plan this. Let's go to Thailand. Oh, let's go right now. Can we please? Okay. Oh, I don't know. How long is a flight, man? I don't know. I'm not good on planes it's, for that. It's like about a day. About a day. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But long- let me, can I tell you about this incredible community that we worked with in Thailand? So they're uh, a sub-ethnic group from Burma called Karen, the Karen people. Uh, they've been living in refugee camps. Uh, many of them, not all of them, have been living in refugee camps along the Thai-Burmese uh, border for many years. And we had this opportunity to go to Thumwe Ki, which is the school, and work with the community there. So we used theater to teach English. Uh, so we were doing doing these ESL classes, using theater as our as our vehicle to teach English. And remember, this is like before IGE has started. This is just Jacqueline and I working as teaching artists, running this playwright festival before International Girls Ensemble's happening. Why are you there then? Like, what was yeah. the opportunity? So are you there as, uh, I don't know, an internship? Are you there for a holiday? Or are you there, are you getting paid to be there? Like, what's that logistical setup? Yeah, no, that's a great question. It was a, we had a friend from co- from college who had worked with this community before. And she was heading back and she saw the playwright work we were doing and knew that we were working as actors. And she's like, this community loves the arts. And mm-hmm. I think that we can bring something. So there was four of us that went total and we volunteered for about a week or 10 days or so mm-hmm. to teach these classes and just to like get an experience. And then, you know, 
got to have the great opportunity. Now we're in Thailand and you have to go be in Thailand, right, right. that part of the world, which isn't too shabby either. So, you know, you, you took it as, as this volunteer trip and then, and then a little trip along with it and working with this community, we, we did this, these English classes, but then we also did a girl circle uh-huh. and we worked with a group of young women and we were using theater for some leadership skills some confidence building, some empowerment, um, and it was incredible. By the end of our time there, we put on a huge community performance, uh, for like hundreds of people of the Karen community came, put on the shows, and we were like, ooh, this is, this is what we do, right? Like, we love producing plays, but we're not commercial producers. We're not going to produce commercial theater. We don't have like the deep pockets or the love or the passion to do as much of that. But the theater making, the storytelling, the working with young people and like infusing that confidence and that team building and all of those great things, that's what we do. So we came back from Thailand and went, thank you, Playwright Festival. You have been wonderful. We're applying for the 501c3. We are now International Girls Ensemble. And we're going to do all this work we've been doing for other organizations. We're going to do it for ourselves. We're going to build the curriculum that we know we can build using theater and the arts for social advocacy, for empowerment, for confidence, for all of these things, and making all of our work participant-driven. All of our work participant-driven. So co-authoring or maybe, you know, just really letting them drive the bus, so to speak, right, or drive the programming. Wow, that's incredible because, you know, I, I I deal with a lot of organizations, and I know you look you watched some of the episodes of the show, and I think it was I Try was an organization that you had watched that episode, mm-hmm. and you know, there's so many opportunities for for young people, um, and I know it's, there's a special focus with your organization and others on on um, on young females, and um, you know, to utilize some thing, some behavior, some whether it be a triathlon, whether it be theater, right? You know, th- there's different things to build confidence. I, you know, I've had, I have a lot of friends um, uh, involved with Girl Scouts, you know, Girl Scouts of Suffolk County for sure. Tammy Severino has been on the show. My friend, Nairikia White runs development. You need to know them. We'll get to work that out. I can barely <laughs> help myself. I forget. There's people watching. There's people listening, Tommy. This is not just you and Amanda having a cup of coffee. Well, it is. You all are just watching us have the cup of coffee. So, <laughs> so the thing is, they are, there's so much to the confidence building and the work that is done behind the scenes. Yes, we're having fun. Yes, we're doing this stuff. However, we're building character. We're building confidence. We're becoming more and more empowered, right? Isn't that such a the key tenet to what, what it's about? Absolutely. I mean, you could be the smartest person in the room, but if you're afraid to raise your hands and put your voice into the space, how are we ever going to be able to see you reach your full potential? And that's why, you know, the work we do is obviously geared to empowering girls and women, but there's, it's, there's a need for it for everyone everywhere. And I know we have to go to a break in a moment, but I wanted to just make sure that we get back to talking about, you know, the people that we serve and how we've expanded our, our reach too. We're going to do all that. And I love that you're watching the show notes. You know, we got to go to a break. You are. <laughs> In the work, you know, we're we're big celebs, you and me, right? We're performers. We know what it is. But I, I do appreciate um, all that you're doing. And as we go through the show coming up, when we come back, we're going to dive right into what does it look like day in and day out? What is the programming? What is the work that gets done? How are people impacted? And then as we, you and I have talked about and anybody who's ever paid attention to hanging out with me or paid attention to the show knows it's always going to be about what's the ask? How can we help? What are you looking for? And I'm talking to everybody. It's going to be Amanda and I, but I'm talking to you all because when you're in your relationships, when you're in your networking, when you're working with a couple of weeks back, we had my friend Michelle Blondheim, who is the um, director of corporate social responsibility for Aprio. And she's also the executive director of the Aprio Foundation. Um, and it was talking, we talked a lot about what you should go when you, how you should act and how you should interact when you're speaking to potential donors. All of this, what is your specific ask? What's the impact of what you're going to make? We'll get into that today. Um, you, you know, certainly how that affects IGE, how it affects Amanda and Jacqueline and what they need and how you all can help. So 
We are going to take that break, even though I just used an extra two minutes on that rant. But I think it's important. Take these tidbits with you, gang. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Let's get into the program. Let's get into what it looks like day in and day out. Take a breath, Tommy. Amanda McDowell, Tommy D. We'll have to be in focus right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mara Bratu, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fridays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from the startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Join Tommy in his attic, baby. Don't really, that's just a thing. It's a song. Like, there's not enough room for all of us up here in the attic. It's just me. It's only my attic. The website is intlgirlsensemble.org. Intlgirlsensemble.org. These words have meaning. International Girls Ensemble. I saw it on the website before. Um, I, I just... I wanted to read one other piece, but I wanted to really get... Let me just read this piece, and then I'll ask you. International Girls Ensemble believes that the skills that theater can provide, empathy, confidence, leadership skills, public speaking skills, are skills that everyone can benefit from. In a world where girls and women have always fought to be part of the conversation, we want to help elevate those young women and give them the tools they need to be community leaders and and as the all the way to the top of their potential, uh, we work all over New York City as well as Thailand, Kenya, and now S- South Sudan. And we hope to continue to grow the ensemble and create a group of fierce, unstoppable women who are fearless change makers. I love all that. I again, I'm a I'm a girl dad, but I'm also a boy dad. But I'm both. I'm not but. And I guess is about. Let's get. We said it before. Yes, and right. We were talking about maybe we gang. I want to get out and do a little improv. So we got to figure that out. Love to. If you if you're connected to some improv world, uh, reach out. Let love to do it. Tommy D dot NYC on the Instagram and Tommy D at Philanthropy and Focus P H O C U S is how you spell focus dot com. Tommy D at Philanthropy and Focus dot com. All right, Amanda. Whew. International Girls Ensemble. That those words. Why those words? a great question um you know girls and women as you know the the gender gap closes we're still a hundred years away to pay equity i mean it's it's unfortunate and we're all working hard to make it better but we're not there yet and there's still lots of places and lots of communities where girls and women you know when the boy puts his hands up in class the girl put her puts her hand down you know, and there's lots of places where we want girls just to be leaderships, leaders in their community, to reach their full potential, to have the self-advocacy and self-awareness to put their put their voices out into the space and to have all the confidence that we know they're all totally 100% capable of. Um, and international, after that trip to Thailand, we went, wow, you know, 
the stories that the girls here are telling are not very different than the stories that our girls in New York City have to tell. Mm. And each community that we serve, like we said, it's all participant driven. So each group of girls that we work with, whether it's a group of eighth graders in the Bronx or a group of 20 year old women in Thailand, or whether it's a group of young mothers in Kenya, the story is going to come from them. But a lot of the times the stories have very similar threads and through lines. Those threads are wanting to have a space to put your voice in, wanting to be confident, right? Wanting to have all of the things to properly take care of yourself. And so having those international connections, having the girls in the Bronx see the girls in Thailand and get a snippet of the work that they're doing. And it's all this, you know, the similar curriculum that we're all running. They're having this shared experience in building this global ensemble. And we like to define ensemble as a team on the stage. Team on the stage. A team on the stage. And right now, our global ensemble, it could be a team on Zoom or whatever it is, but it's your stage in whatever community you're in. And I'm so happy that you brought up improv because it's such a cornerstone of what we do. Yes, and is such a tool that we use in all of our programming because it really can help you navigate almost every and any situation, yeah. not just in an improv scenario. Isn't it, doesn't it create, I don't know if this is the right word, it creates an openness it, it creates creativity versus like yes but is like oh it's like nigga like i hear yes and oh i hear yes but oh <laughs> yeah. well and you're you're helping to continue the conversation and or the scene depending on that's, what what's life we're talking about like, i'm trying to be you know i i, I don't want to be self-deprecating so i'll just say it this way i'm trying to figure out how to be a better parent my wife and i are trying to figure that out only like every day only every day, and then the next day, and the next day. And I think if you, we can use more curiosity, because I realize every single day how little I actually know. And if my kids hear this, they're going to remind me that I said that because they tell me how little I actually know. But I mean that wholeheartedly. Like we, There's so much we don't know, we don't understand. And if we can approach it with this curiosity and question versus like as if we know the answer to stuff. Like, you know, that that's – I'm trying – as a human, but as a father, is to just have more of that dialogue. Tell me about that. Why do you like that? Why do you feel that way? Um, and I think that yes, and is also an opening. It feels to me open versus closed. If I, I don't know, like I haven't thought about it too much to define it, but that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's exactly what it is. The yes, yes, I hear what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. And now I'm going to contribute. Yeah. yeah. Not a new thought. I'm going to contribute myself to this thing that you've approached. So I'm not leaving you out to dry. I'm collaborating with you. That's it's immediately collaborative. Yes. And we love that, right? And I think that's why it's such yes. an important tool. I love it. I love that. Uh, I want to ask you this, and I don't want to take you off track because I know you want to tell me about the programming and what it looks like. Yeah. I want to know that in a global world, which we are, and this is an international, I used air quotes, I'm not sure why, it is an international, and it really meant it, Tommy, you didn't need the quotes. Anyway, um, how connected are these girls from Thailand to Kenya to South Sudan to the Boogie Down BX up in the Bronx? Like how, what does that community look like? Yeah, that's a great question. So the community is built in like a couple levels, right? So one level is everybody's experiencing the same curriculum. Uh-huh. So we're going through the same program together. Um, of course, we're going to like use our female ambassadors who run those programs in Thailand and Kenya and South Sudan as the experts on the ground for their communities so that they can help inform our curriculum to make it more appropriate and accessible for their group of girls. However, it is still the same tenets of what we do in our theater curriculum. So that's one aspect of it. Another aspect is we're gearing up for our performance troupe. We just got a wonderful grant from HB Studios in Lower Manhattan, and we're going to be putting our performance troupe together, and aspects of the live performance will be scenes and aspects that have been contributed from our girls' ensembles internationally. Wow. So we will have a piece of theater that's representative of all of the girls' voices that we work with, um, over the last, I would say, two or three years, we'll, we'll sort of be involved with this project. 
Um, so we're really excited about that because it's taking, it's kind of taking all of this workshop work that we do in the classrooms, our in-school programs, our after-school programs, our international programs, and it's kind of putting it all into one platform that we're able to share at upcoming events and hopefully have this performance troupe be the the beginning of us nurturing some of the girls who have more of a need or want to be more serious performers Mm -hmm. because you don't have to you don't even have to be a theater kid to do our program right our program is a leadership program our program is a confidence building program it happens to be theater and if you're like me and you're a theater kid and you're like oh i want more of that we're now creating another space for those kids to have a more opportunity to amplify their voices as more professional actors. I love that. So, so I hope everybody caught that. So, you know, I don't want to use like a baseline program, but the program itself is for everyone, super inclusive, right? Like every, you know, and then everyone who's involved in the program. However, and then you're saying, if somebody raises their hand and says, I really dig this, I want more. I want this at a higher level, right? It's, it, it could be, they can advance, right? They can, they'll get more, uh, access, I guess is the right word to, to this. Yeah. Work. yeah. Wow. How cool, man. And how many years has the organization been around? So in the world of the nonprofit sector, yeah. we're still very new. We're, I got our, uh, 501c3 in 2018. Okay. All right. Five years. Oh, man. That's a big Five deal. years. Yeah. It's a big milestone. It's very yeah. exciting. And we're in, um, we're in all kinds of schools. Like our, we have in school and after school programs where we'll meet for a minimum of eight weeks. Uh, where once again, what we do is called devising theater. So that means we don't come in with a script. It's not, here's an IGE script. Right. We're going to read this script and this is our performance. It, like we said, it's participant driven. Yeah. So we're going to come in. We're going to use these theater tools that we have and we're going to build from scratch an original play. So by the end of those eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, that community will have an original piece of theater based on the story that that group needs to tell. So our school groups will have in-school and after-school programs. Then we also have a drama mamas program, which is for like mothers and caretakers uh, because, you know, being a mom is so many different things, right? So many takes yeah. a village to, to raise children. Yeah. So that's for them to experience theater and their storytelling. Then we have this female ambassador program that we were talking about where we're training women within their communities globally to run girl circles. Um, so right now that's where we have two girls in Thailand running a program together. That's from the same school and that's Elipa. Elipa was our student. So after that first trip to Thailand, we went back four years in a row and worked at that same school at Thumway Key. And Elipa, who was one of our students for four years, has graduated and has become a teacher at Thumway Key. She's a full-time teacher there now. And she, we continued our relationship and she was like, I, I want to run a girl circle. I want to run a girl circle here. It was so beneficial for me. I think it'd be so wonderful for our girls here to have this. And we were so excited. So we trained her and we pay her as a teaching artist to run programming there. And now within this year, we've expanded to a, a group in Kenya and then two groups in the South Sudan through the women's relief aid organization. Wow. So we're very excited about the growth and the expansion. And then we have some upcoming things that are happening in Queens that we can invite folks to. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We'll take a break. That's always at that segment. What's coming up? How can we help? I just, it is an international organization, gang, but it's doing work here in New York City as we speak. So shout out to, uh, I just want to say the the Long Island Imagine Awards applications are out. I'd love it if you want to come and, and Jacqueline wants to come as well as my guest to the Long Island Imagine Awards, which is happening May 1st, two thousand. Uh, and that's weird to read. Uh, 2024. That's the part that's weird. weird. I actually stopped myself because I go, oh, yeah, that actually would be 2024 because it's, it's next year. Uh, but we just had the New York City Imagine Awards. And uh, I would love for you, as I say, uh, Amanda, you and Jacqueline, if you guys want to come out to the Long Island event. But, gang, the uh, there's 17 days left f- to apply for a Long Island Imagine Award. Go to imagineawardsli.com. Uh, the deadline is midnight on Monday, November 27th, right after Thanksgiving. Make sure you do that. If you want to find out more about that, go to imaginewardsli.com. 
or reach out to your boy, Tommy D, at philanthropyandfocus.com, and I'll help you out, get you sorted out with that. We come back, Amanda, in a second. When we come back, we're going to talk about what you have upcoming in Queens. I want to be there. Let's figure it out, right? So I, maybe we'll get some love from the Queens Chamber of Commerce. Uh, Valerie Green from um, Entropy Theater, uh, who I think you watched one of the episodes. She's also mm-hmm. over in story along Long Island City area, so probably some collabs there. I, I, I want to, one other thing you brought up, was how you're collaborating with some other organizations on an international level. I learned this when we had Michelle Blondheim on the show last, uh, I guess it was two weeks ago, and it was about funders want to know, who are you collaborating with? Who are you working with? Tell us the story. How are those relationships going to continue to help you to be sustainable? Throughout these programs, gang, I'm dropping in these little nuggets, these little facts, these little ideas, and I think as nonprofit leaders, we can benefit from them. And, uh, oh, disconnect because we're doing these nonprofit executive leadership roundtables. So connect with your boy, the kid, the one and only <laughs> Tommy D, Philanthropy and Focus. We'll be right back. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Nonprofits need connections to move in good directions. So cut through all the static. Join Tommy in his attic. Here's Tommy. Welcome back, everybody. Radio Guy Voice. Love it. All right, let's get into it. This is the lightning round. This is the time when we make sure to leave it all on the field. Get it all out. Get all the ideas out. Get all the stories out. Get all the upcoming events out. And get all those asks that might be out there for you as an organization, Amanda. And and you know what? I mean, just you as a person. Maybe there's certain things you need and connections and relationships you want. So now I will rest. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> Namaste in the attic. All right, let's go. Let's do it. What do you got? Um, So in regards to upcoming events, we do have a program. The dates are TBD. So this is where I'm going to need part of an ask and a share for you all to tune in, join our mailing list, look at our Instagram, subscribe, follow all those things. How do they get to the Instagram? Is there Facebook? Like, what do you want them to do? So it's all of the social medias are at iGirls Ensemble. That's for Facebook and and Instagram. So please make sure that you follow us and get on our website and join our mailing list because you can really learn more about how you can join and make a deeper connection with International Girls Ensemble and hear about the work that we're doing and what's upcoming and things like that. Uh, Speaking of what's upcoming, we have a partnership. We got a grant through the Parks uh, Foundation and we are going to be doing a work free theater workshops for young elementary school age kids for in Socrates Park in Astoria. So we will announce those dates. Uh, they're not up yet, but we will definitely announce them. So make sure that you tune in to us. Um, we also have something coming up at King Manor for International Women's 
History Month in March. I was just on the phone with Kelsey from King's Manor yesterday. Look at that. I was just talking with programming over there. So we're hopefully we'll do one of their workshops that's free for the community to celebrate International Women's Month. So definitely invite folks out for that. And then March, we're actually going to be having an event once again, location details, TBD. So you have to tune in to us to find out what's happening but a sort of celebration and a thank you to our community. Tommy, you'll be, hopefully you'll be able to attend this, but we're going to share with some of the performances that our girls have been working on. Some of our theater family and friends will do some sharing. And it's really just for us to say thank you to everybody who supports us, or maybe you want to learn a little bit more about us and you want to come check out the work we do. You'll get to kind of see it live in action. That's coming up in March. Um, and we have lots of, you know, programming still going on, but it, so now the ask yes. that I have for folks are if people are looking for collaborators, if you're looking for an arts program, if you're looking for a girls-based program, you know, if you're looking for theater in your school, we're here, we're able to do those things. We've also started doing corporate workshops using these improv yes and tools that we were just talking about, Tommy, yeah. and how they're applicable in every scenario and how to make those difficult workplace conversations and interactions a little more palatable. Mm. Um, And we also, it's very exciting. We actually have board applications open right now. So uh, we have this incredible dynamic working board an international board of folks. That's so cool too. That's such a cool thing too, because you're representing your board is represent, represent, ah, forget it. (laughs) Your board is represented by people that in different populations that you're serving. Exactly. So it's important. And so, you know, in our board application, we're looking for people all over the world, obviously wherever you are is fine. We meet over zoom, but we're definitely looking for folks who want to, you know, are 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 hardworking and and can relate with the mission of champion championing. I never get that word right. <laughs> girls and females' voices, both on stage and in the community. And you know what? You don't have to be a theater person to care about leadership and autonomy and self advocacy for girls and women, yeah. right? But I I bet I'll make you a theater person though by the time by the end of it I promise you about that. Well, I, I mean I'm feel, I got to just be selfish here for a second, and and selfish not on my behalf but on behalf of um you know uh, Nassau and Suffolk County here and say how do we draw the work you're doing out here? I mean I know you're you know you're doing work in the boroughs. Have you done stuff out here on the island and are you looking to do more? I absolutely, I think we know that there's a need everywhere for the work that we do. And we would love, especially more, like that's part of why we want to service Queens so much right now. There's a more of a deficit in Queens than there is in Brooklyn and the and in Manhattan right now, yeah. especially in theater programming. So uh-huh. we're going, I'm from Queens. Jacqueline lives in Queens in Astoria now. She's She's been there for many years. So we're trying to be like, how do we service this community that, that we have deep roots in? And yeah. Long Island too. I, I think we would love to service the people of Long Island. It's about, once again, getting those connections, well, having yeah. things yeah. and building those relationships. So, yeah. so I sit on the board of an organization, which many have heard me talk about, called the Spirit of Huntington Art Center. And I think what you're doing here is so on brand, although, you know, it, we got to get in a car, we got to get you out there. It's a matter of it's not around the block. However, it's not that far either. So um, I, but I then this is where we would we would Im- implement our our female ambassador program yeah. and we can train a young person from that community to run the program. Right. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be myself or my TAs who are in New York City or Jacqueline. It can be who's young and hungry and wants to serve their community. This is a great way in. I want to do something else. And I just I put this out there. And because you're a performer and because you're so involved in this craft and things like that, you'll probably have people in your community. Amanda, and you'll probably have some ideas for me. We don't have to solve this right now. But I want to do a thing. So over the last few years, I did something called uh, 60 Days of Service. And I would go out and I'd volunteer with a nonprofit. And I would take some video and, you know, do kind of like selfies and do stuff on my phone and that sort of thing. Uh, I want to do this in a different way. I want to actually go on location with an organization for like the whole day. Mm-hmm. And have you know, have a videographer with me and the whole thing. And be able to tell that story. And maybe it turns into a 40-minute show. Right. Or maybe it's an hour. I don't know. I I don't know the answers yet, but I see it as maybe I do it once a month. I go out on location, work with an organization, and then we got all this 
content that we can play around with that really dives deep because i would spend half a day or a day with an organization and have like six minutes of video that i took with my phone because i was actually doing this stuff you know so i want to so i would love to do that with you all if it's something that i'm not putting you on the spot but i'm saying that could be fun to just feature you know it's like tommy d on location philanthropy and focus on the road something you know something that would be silly I think that's great. And we have this in February. We'll have to talk offline, Tommy, but we have um, this this grant where we're going to be collaborating and devising an original piece of theater with a group of girls at HB Studios. So we're really excited about that. And that could be a really fun thing and, you know, mutually beneficial because what what nonprofit, what organization doesn't want, you know, footage and material of the work that they're doing? So I think that'd be so wonderful. And that would be awesome for me as well. And and again, it's not a documentary per se, but it's just, I don't know what you call it, real, you know, reality show type thing or whatever. We'll talk more about it, you and me. But gang, if you have feedback on that and you have ideas about that, let me know because, you know, I've, I've connected with a couple folks that um, <laughs> don't ever um, strike it, let's say it differently. Always connect with people. Always build relationships. I met a young man who, who works at the gas station near my house. And he's actually from Queens, but he works at this gas station over here. He's in film school, um, connected me with another colleague of his who's in film school. And he, you know, guys, we have so many interests. We have so many connections. We're connected to so many things. He's become a friend. I see him on the weekends when he's here pumping gas. And um, he's putting himself through film school. And I've talked to one of his colleagues who's going to do some of this this film work for me. And it's like, you know, we're going to make a, you know, a situation, a relationship. There's, it's always there peripherals wide gang you can always meet people just gotta pay attention stay curious amanda we are running out of time we probably did already but what else you want to say to me before we get out of here no i just want to say thank you and you know encourage everybody to reach out to us we love to meet and collaborate and work with folks and even if you just have an idea or you know another school or another person who might want to be a board member or or a school that might benefit from the work that we're doing or you want to bring the work we're doing to you, please reach out. We we love expanding our reach and expanding our ensemble and just impacting as many young people, young women that we can anywhere. Thanks for having us. You're welcome for having you. Thanks for being here. How do they connect with you or the organization? What's the best way to do it? Yeah. So if you go, you can email me. It's Amanda at INTL, like the website, girlsensemble.org. Um, but definitely get to our website. Definitely get on our Instagram. Those are going to be great ways to to keep up to date with what we're doing and to learn about upcoming opportunities to be involved. I love it. I love that we connected a bunch of times. We're friends now. I'm hey. doing my best to help organizations tell their story and amplify their message. Your boy, the nonprofit sector connector. We got to roll right now. Make it a great day. Make it a great weekend. I appreciate you all. See you. <laughs> nonprofits need connections. Moving good directions So cut through all the static Join Tommy in his attic You're listening to Talk Radio NYC Uplift, Educate, Empower Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mara Bronku, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 1 p.m. Eastern on Fridays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 